ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Former spy boss Dennis Richardson says over years the government awarded contracts to companies linked to suspected arms and drug smuggling, corruption and bribery to run Australia's offshore asylum seeker processing centres. Claire O'Neill is the Minister for Home Affairs and she joins me now. Welcome back to the program. Good morning, PK. How are you doing? I'm good. What went wrong? Oh, look, this is an extraordinary report that the government's releasing today. It's written by someone named Dennis Richardson, who um, anyone involved in national security can tell you is a person of completely unimpeachable integrity. I asked Dennis Richardson to come in and review the offshore processing contracts that are conducted by by my department. And I did that because we've really had a series of reports over about 10 years which tell us that there are real questions to answer about these contracts. So the Richardson report is being released by our government today and it shows that under the former government it's possible that hundreds of millions of dollars was funnelled from taxpayers into companies which were using that money in part to conduct criminal wrongdoing. It is a truly extraordinary document and I encourage all Australians to look at it and read it. Okay, you tasked Dennis Richardson, as you say, last year in July to examine the integrity and the governance of the offshore processing system. Uh, the report, as you have just urged people to do, is quite uh, deep and far-ranging, but it does say that public servants too failed to use intelligence that could have prevented all of us taxpayers from from paying some of these companies is it a deeper failure not just at the at the sort of ministerial government level but actually deeply through the public service Look, PK, really this is about the leadership of the department at the time and the department was led by Peter Dutton and Peter Dutton has got some very significant questions to answer today. Uh, What's really clear is that there were issues with this contract, um, these contracts over a long period of time and Peter Dutton needs to come forward and explain what he knew and when and why he appears to have done nothing about this over the almost decade that the coalition were in power. What really makes me angry about this is the hypocrisy at the heart of all of it. Uh, We've got Peter Dutton presenting as an absolute fraud here, someone who pretends to be a tough guy on the beat, but in fact was presiding over a system that was funneling hundreds of millions of dollars potentially into things like drug running and human trafficking. Now, he has to come forward today and tell us why he seems to have not asked a single question about this in the entire time that he was minister. Okay, so that's the political point. But uh, according to the report, it's actually deeper than just at a ministerial level. Should more people be held to account, including in the department? Well, I reject the assertion that this is political, PK. At the end of the day, the buck stops with the minister. Now, home affairs is a very difficult environment in which to operate. I don't think anyone can dispute that. But what you do as a good minister is when something appears to be going wrong, you ask questions. And what the report indicates is that a um, culture in the department was allowed to develop the same type of culture that we saw with robo-debt, which was don't ask, don't tell. Now, that came directly from the minister. And we know that because despite all the public reports and all the issues here, Peter Dutton seems to have not asked a single question for a decade. How is that How is that possible? And yet at the same time, he was presenting himself as some type of tough guy on our borders. Now, he's got to come forward today. You have to admit he's got to come forward today and tell us what he knew, when and why he didn't do mm. anything to stop this from happening. 
Dennis Richardson didn't find any evidence of ministerial involvement, though, in suspect contracting. Is that correct? That's correct, uh, but that doesn't mean that the minister has no accountability and no culpability here. Of course it doesn't. The minister leads the department, and you see what happens when I see a problem in my department. I find the smartest, most, um, you know, the person with the most integrity that I can find, and I say, go and look and tell me if there's a problem, and if there is, I'll fix it. That's what a good minister does. Instead, what Peter Dutton did, what he seems to have done, is have various allegations being reported in the media, and instead of asking questions, he turned a blind eye. Why? Why didn't he do anything? Because the consequence of his failure to act is that potentially your listeners paid hundreds of millions of dollars in taxes that went towards criminal wrongdoing. We can't let that stand. Of course, this is uh, some of the contracts are about offshore processing. Do we need a royal commission into that? Well, I don't think we need a Royal Commission because we've just had a person of unbelievable integrity look into this. And there are a number of other bodies, of course, that have responsibilities here, including the National Anti-Corruption Commission and the Australian Federal Police. Um, Instead of going through what is a very expensive and long process of a Royal Commission, we've found Dennis Richardson, this person of unimpeachable integrity, to get into the department himself and to tell us what went wrong and what we need to do to fix it. Dennis Richardson says intelligence and other information was not assessed and time pressures during contracting led to shortcuts. So how how is that going to be fixed now? Well, Dennis Richardson's given us a really clear plan of action to make sure that we prevent some of these problems. Now, some of those go to process. So there are, you know, process changes in a list as long as my arm that the department has already implemented, knowing and working with Dennis Richardson to make sure that these problems can't occur again. What goes a little bit deeper here is some of those cultural issues. And I'll say again, this is exactly what we saw with robo-debt. A don't ask, don't tell culture where things were going wrong and the minister didn't ask the right questions. Now, these problems are a little bit more difficult because they go to those issues of culture in the organisation. And I hope your listeners hear me on your show, PK, and know that I am doing everything in my power to address these, working with the wonderful staff at Home Affairs who are there for the right reasons and doing such a good job, but they're ultimately working in an organisation that Peter Dutton set up, then created cultural problems in, led to all these difficulties, and then he refused to ask questions. And I take a very different approach. Thank you so much for joining us, Minister. Thank you so much. That is the Home Affairs Minister, Claire O'Neill, and you're listening to RN Breakfast. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.